We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. White Sox fans, this is your Sox Machine White Sox wake-up call for Thursday, June 27th, 2023. Happy National Chicken Finger Day. I'm Bennett Carroll. Last night, the White Sox lost 10-7 to the Chicago Cubs. Lance Lynn and Marcus Stroman, two pitchers who have been heavily rumored trade targets, got the start against each other. In the top of the first, Lynn got Mike Tauchman to fly up for allowing a single and a walk to Nico Horner and Ian Happ, respectively. But he settled down after that, getting Cody Bellinger to fly out and Seiya Suzuki to strike out to end the threat. Bottom of the first, and the Sox got cooking early against Marcus Stroman. After a backwards K for Andrew Benintendi, Tim Anderson, upon review, beat out an infield grounder for a single. Luis Robert, the stud that he is, followed that up with a double to left center to put two runners in scoring position for Eloy Jimenez. Eloy singled into left center, bringing both Tim and Luis in and putting the Sox up 2-0 early. After Yohan Moncada strikeout, Andrew Vaughn singled to left to put two on for Jake Berger, who grounded out to end the inning. Top two and the Cubs struck back quickly. After a Dansby Swanson ground out, Christopher Morell was hit by a pitch, which allowed Miles Mastroboni to single to center. Mastroboni advanced to second on an error, putting, and tell me if this sounds familiar, two runners in scoring position with only one out. Tucker Barnhart came in, and the former Red singled to right to bring in Morell and move Mastroboni to third. After a Mike Talkman strikeout, Nico Horner found a pitch he liked and singled to center to bring in Mastroboni and tie the game at two. After a Nico Horner stolen base, Ian Happ flew out to end the inning. Bottom two, though, the Sox fought back. After a pair of ground outs from Oscar Colas and Sebi Zavala, Andrew Benintendi took a walk and stole second just in time for Tim Anderson to single to left, bringing him around to score and putting the Sox back up 3-2. Luis Robert ended the inning by flying out. Top three. Bottom three. Top four. The game goes nine up, nine down as both pitchers settle in. That is until Jake Berger stepped in to lead off the bottom of the fourth with a sinker that he found and drove into the left field seats to put the lead at four to two socks. 
Oscar Colas followed that up with a single and stole second around a Sebi Zavala strikeout. Andrew Benintendi singled on a bloop hit that just dropped in, meaning Colas was not able to advance. In fact, almost getting caught trying to get back to second. Tim Anderson then drew a walk to load the bases for Luis Robert, who hit a high chopper to a deep short, but Tim, flying down the base path, was able to beat the throw to second, bringing a run in on a fielder's choice and keeping the bases loaded for Eloy Jimenez. Jimenez smoked a double down the left field line to bring in Benintendi and Tim and make it a 7-2 game, chasing Stroman. All right, the Sox are up 7-2. Surely they're in good shape now. Shouldn't have any issues, right? I mean, they wouldn't blow a five-run lead in, like, the next inning or something. So anyways, top five, Mike Talkman leads off with a single. After a Nico Horner hit-by-pitch moves him to second, and Ian Happ's single moves him home and makes it 7-3. Cody Bellinger would fly out, and Dansby Swanson would strike out around a Seiya Suzuki walk to load the bases for Christopher Morrell, who proceeded to single to left and bring in Horner and Happ and make it 7-5 with runners on the corners. That was enough for Lynn, who unfortunately we need to wait for before discussing the final line on. After a morale steal of second, Miles Mastroboni struck out swinging, but the third strike bounced, skittering away from Sebi Zavala and allowing Suzuki to score. Mastroboni then stole second, and Jan Gomes was hit by a pitch, loading the bases for Mike Talkman as the Cubs batted around. Talkman then proceeded to draw a bases-loaded walk and tie the game at seven. And if you think that's bad, you'll never guess what Nico Horner did. You guessed it. Walked with the bases loaded, too, to put the Cubs up 8-7. Aaron Bummer came in for a struggling Joe Kelly and got Ian Happ to fly out to end the inning. The final line for Lynn, four and two-thirds innings, seven hits, seven runs, all earned, two walks, and five strikeouts. His ERA for the year sits at 6.47. And I'll add it here, there are rumors the White Sox are in talks with the Tampa Bay Rays about moving Lynn, so check your news sources in case the trade happens after recording. Just to be clear, and we'll get to why it's next in a minute, but Bob Nightingale believes Lynn will be moved next. How would the Sox respond in the bottom of the fifth after blowing a five-run lead? You know they went one, two, three, pop out, line out, fly out. Top six, and outside of a Seiya Suzuki walk, Bummer got a line out and a pair of strikeouts. Bottom six, and you guessed it, one, two, three for the Sox. Ground out, ground out, strikeout. Top seven, and Kendall Graveman hit a Jan Gomes double across a ground out, strikeout, and line out to keep the lead at one. How did the Sox respond? One, two, three. No, come on. They added a Yoan Moncada single in with one out. Otherwise, it was uh, three up, three down. Keenan Middleton was in for the top of the eighth, and uh, that's about where the game ended for the Sox. Ian Happ led off with and crushed a home run to center. All right, well, 9-7. Sox can come back from a two-run lead, right? Well, Cody Bellinger followed that up with a home run of his own to right to make it 10-7. After that, Middleton walked Seiya Suzuki before getting a strikeout of Dansby Swanson. Suzuki was caught stealing, and Chris Morrell struck out to end the inning. Bottom eight, and the Sox responded by, you guessed it, going one, two, three. Okay, ninth inning, good news, it's quick. Tuki Toussaint, for some reason, is in and gets a one, two, three inning, and the Sox respond, you guessed it, one, two, three inning. Game over. Final score, 10-7 Cubs.
Some notes from the box score, Tim Anderson and Eloy Jimenez are really the only Sox with multiple hits. Jake Berger got his 22nd home run of the year, and Sebi Zavala was the only Sox starter to not get a hit. The big news of the night, however, was a trade. Just minutes after the Sox game came to an end, it was announced that they had traded Lucas Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez to the Los Angeles Angels. Yes, Lucas Giolito and Ronaldo Lopez were traded together again. In exchange, the White Sox received the Angels' number two and number three prospects, catcher Edgar Cuero, who is a consensus top 100 catching prospect, and left-handed pitcher Kai Bush. The White Sox now sit at 41-62 and 62 as they head into a series with the 500 Cleveland Guardians. Today, the Sox will send Dylan Cease to the mound against Tanner Bibby at 7.10 p.m. Central Time. Just a note that I have to add, Bob Nightingale said the Sox will not be trading Dylan Cease, mentioning the team plans to compete in 2024, which, no comment. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In the minors, the Knights fell 13-5 to the Durham Bulls. Lenin Sosa went deep in the sixth and also singled. Adam Hazley had a 3-for-4 night with a triple. Yulbert Sanchez added a pair of base hits of his own. Garrett Davila got the start for Charlotte and left before the fourth inning was over. Three and two-thirds innings pitched, five hits, five runs, all earned, four walks, and five strikeouts. Just a walk away from a 5-by-5 box score. You know Draymond Green's got to be a little upset by that one. The best pitching performance of the night goes to, and I am not misreading this, Brian Shaw, who threw a scoreless inning and struck out a pair. The Barons tied the game up in the top of the ninth before allowing a walk-off win and losing 5-4 to to the Biloxi Shuckers. Adam Hackenberg homered while Yoelki Cespedes and Taylor Snyder each doubled. Christian Mena fought for five innings, giving up three runs. Jonas Scalaro got the special shout-out for the Birmingham pitching staff, throwing two scoreless innings and allowing just a pair of hits. The dash came up short, losing 7-6 to the Greensboro Grasshoppers. Tim Elko homered as a part of a two-hit night, while Colson Montgomery had a pair of singles. Lloydell Chappelle doubled as well. It was a bullpen performance for Winston-Salem, with Johan Dominguez starting the game and throwing two scoreless innings, allowing just a hit and a walk while striking out three. He was followed by Andrew Dahlquist, who was not as successful. Across two and two-thirds innings, the former third-round pick allowed seven hits and five runs, all earned, while walking and striking out a trio of hitters each. 
But good news! The Cannonballers beat the Delmarva Shorebirds 5-3 thanks to a four-run first. Bryce Willits doubled in Brooks Baldwin before Chris Lanzilli homered to drive in both him and Jonah Carbettencourt. A strong start for Shane Murphy, who threw five innings, allowing five hits and a run, while striking out three and allowing no walks. Also, a special shout-out to Billy Seidel, who struck out three while getting the save. That will do it for this White Sox wake-up call. Subscribe to the Sox Machine podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Machine. If you enjoy our work and want to support, visit patreon.com slash Machine as we have several different tiers of support, starting at just $2 a month for exclusive content, ad-free podcast and website, and first crack at our new swag. Enjoy your Thursday, and go White Sox. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.